Is that a bottle in your pants, or are you just excited to see me, baby? <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of The Drunk Riders. As always, I'm Marcus. And I'm Mark. I'm Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. This week, we are back, and we are happy to be here. We missed you guys. Um, I, I, you listen, I'm palpitating. Heart is going. Me? Drankin some GLBC Great Lakes Brewing Company Christmas Ale. All right, it is delicious. A little smoky for my taste, hmm. but but it's it's good. I, I have no qualms with it. Uh, I like a lot of GBC, GBC, GLBC. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> this one's only seven point five though, so um, you know it's not too too crazy, but. It's good. It's good. They always have it every every uh, every winter. Obviously, it's a Christmas sale. Um, it's, it's, it draws the fine line for me between uh, a little bit too too rich and and being just right light. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty spicy, but it's good. Yeah, I got a sampler pack from uh, Great Lakes, so figured, yeah, why not? Right. So. Yep. Mark, what are you drinking? All right, I legitimately cannot remember if I drank this one a couple weeks ago or not. But I have a mint double decadent from Atwater Brewing Company. It's eight uh, percent. Yeah, normally when I go to their tap room, I get their regular double decadent on nitro. It's delicious. <laughs> but now I got mint double decadent. Nice. In a what, is, what is that mint? Have you have you had mint before, Mike? I am. I am just not like. I haven't. I've never heard of that before. I'm kind of interested. I, no, it's, just, it's just mint flavor. Like, like I said, I'm kind of interested in a mint beer. That uh, um, oh shoot, I I can't, I, let me look up who makes it. But is it like an Andy's uh, mint, like level mint, or like yeah? How kinda. minty are we talking? Are, are we talking Orbit mint? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, like, it's like an Andy's candy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Mike- what you got, Mike? Yeah, I got a uh, Revolver Blood and Honey. Haven't had one of these in a hot minute on here. Um, went a little. I got this on Thanksgiving on my 9 a.m. trip to the grocery store, so you know I was having a good day um, <laughs> if I'm having to run to the grocery store at 9 a.m. on Thanksgiving. So grabbed a six-pack on my way out the door, and um, my last two. I'll be honest. That turkey that you made... I, w- I wanted to fly down to Texas right then. That looks like a transcendental experience. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, I am Mr. I hate leftovers. Like, if I, like, I'll have it for, like, lunch the next day, and then I'm done. I ate that shit for five straight days. <laughs> I don't see why you wouldn't. Now, that, that sounds right. I, I will critique myself just a tad. It was the tattest bit dry. But for no brine, no injection, a seven-hour smoke turkey, that's what's going to ha- I mean, I it could have been a lot worse. So, uh, yeah, suck on these nuts. Let's go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dang. All right. Maybe next I'm a little year. feisty tonight. Maybe next year when we're down in, uh, down in Florida for uh, IAPA. We can do – wait, can we? Maybe? I mean, if we get a place with a – a smoker. There's got to be someone in the Orlando area that's got a smoker. You know it. Or Man. at least we rent one, maybe? 
Man, that's like sleep, sleeping with another man's wife. You don't you don't use another man's poker. <laughs> you don't do that. You I'm don't sure, do that. I'm sure you could probably buy one somewhere. A yeah, I'm not one. buying it. Excuse me, sir. This is a, <laughs> this is art. This is not drinking blue moon. This is artwork, sir. Jeez. Oh, we'll we'll get to some blue moon later. You just wait. No, 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 no. That that, that is like asking for like asking for a steak well done at like a, an amazing steakhouse or ask, asking for ketchup on a steak. Yeah, I know I'm ripping on my boy Pat Mahomes, but you know what? Just, you don't uh, ask for ketchup. ketchup on a steak. There's nothing wrong with ketchup. ketchup on a steak. Medium, no, for ke- there's medium rare or, or order chicken. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with ketchup on a steak. Medium that rare being, or order chicken. If you ask for said, if you ask for steak sauce around me, I will kill you. <laughs> wow. So let me say this. So being your friend for as long as we have, Mike and, and Mark, you have rolled me over to uh, the non-ketchup side. And I am a fan of a good steak when it's cooked right without ketchup. Yeah. Now, if it's, a, if it's an okay steak, I'll just throw some ketchup because now, the now flavor may be garbage. Here's the thing. Um, on Monday, for Mule Monday, I might change it to Sunday and turn it into Steak Sunday. <laughs> I mean, why not both? Why not? Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm celebrating my birthday on this weekend, so, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to get myself a very nice steak. I'm going to a local butcher. And I know Kevin's like, we are not even four minutes in. And this tangent is just out of this world. Hey, we're a roller coaster and beer and space exploration and video game and a whole bunch of other things. And now steak podcast. Now meat. <laughs> I got a story for you guys after we're done. Okay. Remind me my meat. Remind me about my meat, okay? Um, <laughs> yep. yep. That's the way you phrase them. That's Remind exactly why. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so I'm going to go, you know, get real nice, thick, thicker than uh, what you can fit on an RMC level oh steak. <laughs> and uh, I'll grill that up for you guys. I'll let you watch. I like it. Listen, you live stream that from start to finish. I'll be a little bit of an exhibitionist on that one. How about that? <laughs> Listen, now I'm getting excited. <laughs> Let's go, boys. I like it. So, uh, I don't think we have anybody to shout at. Uh, um, I, I want to <laughs> shout at you for just kind of being you. I mean, I like to be me because it annoys you sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, about five minutes before the pod, for the podcast, I pretty much wanted Mike to stab me in the eyeball. That's how that's how pissy he was with me. It was great. Man, I was, I, I was doing it for the lulls. You know, I love you. No, you. <laughs> that is not for the lulls. Uh, it was lulls. I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, you the only one laughing, bub. I love you. Man, I'm, I'm almost done with my first beer, and we haven't even got to the introduction yet. Hurry the hell up. Nice. Coasters and Brews. So much. Wait, hold on. I want to call out um, Matt from Coasters and Brews. Homeboy looking froggy. <laughs> Homeboy looking froggy uh, in that video. <laughs> that that reminded me. That hearkened to me back. That's the to, best uh, Christmas tree I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 
Oh, like, go go eat a hot dog or something, and just like take it, take a breather. Yeah, man was struggling there for a sec. Yeah, <laughs> that, that reminded me of what it was like at Kentucky Kingdom, which. Oh God. Oh yeah, that was a good. Just time. wait for Texas. Oh, stop it. We'll get to that later. Uh, so this week um, we got a lot of lot of fun stuff to cover. Super Mario, Super Mario Nintendo World. There it is. Um, it was insane. We'll talk about that, of course. Um, the new operators selected for La Fiera Chalupa <laughs> <laughs> Park to undergo some big changes. So that's going to be a lot. Of Shut up. By the way, Carl, Carl created uh, the ultimate picture. I think I'm just going to improve it, actually. The, oh, no. We got midstream uh, memeing. You know what that means. This better not be morbid, okay? <laughs> Her, hurricane oh, roller coaster no. construction. Why would you do that to me, sir? I don't know. <laughs> he, that's, how, that's how he felt. Uh, what else we got? We got hurricane roller coaster construction in China. And uh, I think Mark might have peed his pants about it. Then yep. we got uh, construction at Lost Island. Kanonen is finally going vertical. The colors are pretty. Six Flags St. Louis removing. Ooh. And then, of course, the dozens. I'm happy for you guys this week. The dozens of questions that were selected um, and submitted by you guys. So thank you very much for that fun. I can't wait to go through, the, through those. So first things first, gentlemen. Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan. Thoughts. Let's blast I'm, it. Ahead. I'm gonna use my one right now. Take my fucking money this second. <laughs> I honestly had forgotten this existed. Oh, and I didn't. I well, because I didn't I don't really follow building as much if it's not like a stateside build. Unless um, it's Cedar Point or Kings Island, you don't follow it. Just just I've being been, an Ohio I've, fanboy and own it. I've been following uh Velocicoaster, so you know what? Suck it. But <laughs> Uh, Japan, I haven't really. I mean, I'm. Let's be honest. Nobody ever really follows Japan too closely, so it's never. It's did, never. Did you forget Hakugi or Hakugai? That's an RMC. That's an exception to the rule. <laughs> RMCs are always exceptions to the rule. I followed Zadra and and all that fun stuff over there, but never followed like you know Icon or anything else being built. So that that being said, though. Um, this kind of hit me like a, a dump truck because I had no idea how pretty this puppy is. And I thought that was, I mean, guys, confirm it if I'm wrong. I thought that was that was Photoshop. I thought that was an actual CGI image that they submitted. There's yeah, some of the pictures they they do actually look a little bit like Photoshop, but they're not. Which is insane. <laughs> That yeah, is it, absolute insanity. It is so impressive how Universal as a whole, uh, especially like after Wizarding World of Harry Potter came out, they just continue to raise the bar when it comes to immersion with all this kind of stuff. I mean, we haven't even gotten photos like, well, I mean, we have gotten photos from inside, obviously, because they just released them. But like, we haven't gotten like, the natural photos from like when you're walking around in the middle of midway or something in this new area, but I'm sure it's just the most surreal feeling. I'm, I'm sure it feels exactly like um, super Mario 64 or something like that. So yeah, it, it's just incredible what they're doing with immersion and their theming. 
No, I mean, so what was it like? God, it feels like forever ago where somebody took a picture over the wall and you saw like the Yoshi ride. Yeah, and you I, saw like bits and pieces of, of I lost my bit. mind at that. Right? Yeah, and you like, saw like the, the swamp. Just yeah, like just that. And that alone was impressive. Mm-hmm. But then to see the damn Mario Kart ride. Mm-hmm. And the cat walking through Bowser's castle. Yep. Man, I am gonna. You know, flights to Japan are so stupid cheap right now. <laughs> and you know for a fact I looked up flights the second I saw that. <laughs> like the second I saw it, I was like, okay, how cheap? How can I swing and change my, you know, the trip I've been promising the wife for seven years to go to Germany? How can I change that to to Japan to go hang out with Yoshi and Donkey Kong. <laughs> I can't. Just so you know, I can't. I, I tried, but I can't. But I can't wait till that shows up. I refuse to go to the one in Hollywood because uh, that park is a whole lot of ass. <laughs> and it's offensive to anyone who has a brain. <laughs> so I'll wait for Florida. Yep. I'm excited for that too. So the, I will say the highlight, of course, of all those pictures was my I, my my childhood excitement came alive when I saw a Mario Kart ride. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that this I have been you know I think that may have been the first game that I like maybe like completed a completion, right? You know, like you got some of those games where you ah, I complete ninety five percent of it. Mm-hmm. I completed Mario Kart sixty four through on every character on everything before the internet (laughs) so you can't google stuff you can't look up how to beat something you got you got those lovely magazines the gamer magazines oh my gosh the n64 magazines yeah those lovely boys so yeah that i was to say excited about it is an understatement so definitely there is a lot going on over there and we've only gotten, we've looked through the window. We haven't been walking through the house yet. So, yep. It's amazing how small the area is. They fit so much in such a tiny little area. That's going to be the problem. How so? Um, you cram that many. I mean, how many people are you going to be able to fit in there? That's well, a good question. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's kind of like diagonally. Yeah. Kevin and I were thinking along the exact same lines. Yep. When you look at a uh, overhead view of Diagon Alley, it is tiny. Like yeah. you don't realize how small that space is. That whole side of the park, even if you include um, just the um, part in um, Universal Studios and in Islands of Adventure, that's still like maybe a quarter the size of. That's maybe like a Waldemere size park. <laughs> That's if, how big that total area is. If even. If yeah, even. Like, it might like, be smaller. Yeah, like discount maybe some of the ride sizes, right? Like some rides are enormous, like not even counting. But like the walking path area, yeah. Because I, see, I mean, I've, I've, seen, I've, I've seen pictures of some of those areas just when I went, it wasn't that full. <laughs> when I went, it wasn't that full. See, my one thing that I hate, I mean, I'm going to hate on Universal Hollywood again. Um, (laughs) That's my big issue was how small that Harry Potter area was. The first time I went, you literally could not walk 
and it was like three people wide. Oh, geez. And oh, then the wow. second time I went, there was two people and you could hardly walk. And <laughs> I'm like, are you guys like, why is this a thing? And it's just reamed with people. I'm like, this is not fun. But yeah, that's my concern with, um, I mean, especially since they are building the Nintendo world at Hollywood, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. So, and I'm sure it won't look nearly as good and it'll be, it won't open until 2023, even though it'll be ready, you know, in January, but Hey, (laughs) go California. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least as far as wizarding world in Orlando goes, at least the Hogsmeade section and the islands, it, it, you you feel like you have a little bit of breathing room over there. It's, uh, it's still really crowded, but there's like multiple ways you can go around the area and you have multiple different ways where you can enter and exit the area as well. So that certainly helps. Yeah. It, it, it makes the experience a little bit easier to, to deal with. Um, even when it was at its most crowded, when I was there, it still wasn't that bad. So I'll give it that. However, though, we got to move on to some bad news, boys. We start to, we have good and bad. So uh, the, the, I think it's the city of Mexico did select a new operator for slash Thor Urban Capital. I, I I don't know if it's like I didn't look too in depth with that or if they're like partners or whatever. But anyway, they were selected to redevelop and operate the uh, fairgrounds. Well, they're not really fairgrounds. Music park. And the big news as part of this is racing coaster is not part of their plan. Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah. Now, if you would have told me last year Ed Russo was getting torn down, I would have laughed at your face and probably <laughs> hit you. And somehow this is what's happening. Yeah, that's that's that coaster. Um, you guys remember that story I told you way back when of um, uh, what's his name on the forums we used to frequent? Was it, uh, was it Roller Monkey was his name? There it is. Yeah, he got his 999th on that coaster. Go went and rode something else to go to a hundred and a one thousand and five point five, and then went back to ride the other side of it to get to skip one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got a little bit of history. It's an interesting ride to say. I mean, there's not many Mobius coasters out there. That's the biggest thing I think of all of it. Yeah, I think there's only like seven or eight. Actually, I'm on Roller Coaster Database. Let me open up. A new of, I was about to say I'm about to go look because I'm not sure how many there are. How the hell uh, do you spell that ride name? I'm trying to find a POV. Uh, Montana with a squiggly over the N, and then Rusa is R-U-S-A. Montana with a squiggly. Now let's see. Operating, there's one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Five operating. Uh, Montana oh, Rusa is... Standing but not operating, and there's one being built in Hot Go Dream World uh, in uh, China. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a clone of Nitro at Denley's Park in France. Okay, makes sense. Yep. Yeah, but the mo- most of them are old. I mean, you look at uh, Tenerusa opened in '64, um, mm-hmm. Grand Nationals in '35. Um, some of the newer ones, of course, Master Tai and Mirabellandia. That opened in 2011. Nitro opened in 2010. This new one's opened in 2021. So, and the last one was opened 2015. So, there's been a little bit of a renaissance in these in these coasters. But the old school ones, the ones that've been around forever, 
there's not many of them. Yeah. And for those so, that don't know what a Mobius coaster is, it looks like it's a racing coaster or a dueling coaster, except it's all one, uh, one continuous circuit. So technically it has two lift hills, two brake runs, two stations. And when you leave the station, you leave on one side. And when you come back into it, you come back on the other side. So technically for Mobius coasters, you have to ride both sides to get one credit. Yep. Because this is technically the length is over eight thousand feet. I happen to bring up the roller coaster, <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> but yeah, it's an eight thousand foot coaster if you kept going. Yep. So it's not a big thing either. It's only one hundred ten feet tall, but it's one of those classics. Yeah, it's uh, again it's it's surprising. Ace, yeah, it's an Ace Coaster landmark, and I I believe it's a Mexican national landmark as well. Um, and I know a lot of the Mexicans; they're very proud of chapultepec as it is uh in general at least the ones that live in the mexico city area and they're fairly proud of the ride as well and i mean i did uh i was fortunate enough to ride it uh 12 years ago it's decent uh when you're riding it you appreciate it uh i wouldn't say it's like a great ride or it's an incredible ride but like you appreciate that it's such a special ride for being one of the few mobius roller coasters and a wooden roller coaster in Mexico at that. So, yeah, for sure. And I just found one of the first images from Brian. Hey, <laughs> I had no idea. Our boy Brian. It's a nice boy. <laughs> so, uh, I'm excited though. I, I really am. Uh, moving on though, speaking of China, hurricane roller coaster construction at Zen- Zenzhou Forest Paradise. I'm, my Chinese is terrible. I'm my my English is terrible. I almost said my American is terrible. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have been peak Ohio with that one, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm not I'm not claiming to know Chinese by any stretch, but I believe it's Suzhou. Yeah, so some of the pronunciations, some of them are a little bit interesting, but the ride itself looks legit. I'm excited yeah. by this. Who, yeah, who's so, making this? Is it Mock, you said? Yeah, it's Mock. So this ride is what, like, basically all those, like, rocket coasters, like, 15 years ago should have been. <laughs> yep. So this ride has an incredible layout. Like, it's it, it's it got to launch into a top hat, and then once it turns around on the other end, it goes into, like, this cobra roll that drops down. Like, it, like, wraps around the top hat but then as you exit the cobra roll you go into a vertical loop that goes around the middle of the cobra roll yeah so this 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 looks like a combination for me at least of stealth and colossus at um um thorpe thorpe there it is and also mixed because it's made by mock um blue fire <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you combine all three of those because it's got a top hat, it's got a zero G Immelman Cobra roll loop. I mean, that's Colossus verbatim, but then obviously, you know, it doesn't have a top hat. So, um, yeah, that's a very interesting ride to say the least. And those photos just coming out, I don't know where that is in China. No. <laughs> yeah, and bonus I'm, points, it's a very pretty shade of blue, the track. Oh, it's pretty. That color, it's it's like Millennium Force when it was fresh, yep. blue. 
That's a that's a good looking blue. Not even being a fanboy, which <laughs> I definitely am not. <laughs> it's a okay. good shade of blue. Though. I like I like it's it's like it's a darker blue, but like not too dark. It's still got a bit of a shade of lightness to it, right? Kind of like a Ryan's almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Orion's blue. It's it's a good shade. So to give you guys an idea of it, it's near Shanghai. Okay. So um Shuhao is how I'm gonna I took one semester of uh Chinese history and the guy turned it into a uh Chinese one oh one class and uh it went about as well as you would expect. <laughs> um white dude by the way. White dude teaching history of Chinese. Interesting. It was that's a tangent, but um, <laughs> but he like if you like answered a question and said like pronounced it wrong, he would like publicly shame you in front of the class. I'm like, I'm not here to take Chinese. I'm here to take my non-Western history requirement. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But that's Shu Hao is how I'm going to say it, and it's near Shanghai. That's All right. Cool. There you go. Geography lessons from Mike. I'm already listen. I'm almost done with this first one. I, I, I don't know That's if I'll jump into another one because it'd be another one. I might just go fill up on another Corona. <laughs> Guys, just wait until my beer next week. Oh no! You are I, one of these days. You're just gonna totally shit post us. You're gonna show up with like something worse than like old Milwaukee or something. <laughs> Saturdays, just chugging them. Show up with like the forty of like Mad Cobra or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna show up one day with an L loco and be like, "Boys, uh, (laughs) buckle up, because we're in for a ride." It's a good day to die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, we'll Um, talk about that actually a little later. Oh, I'm excited. So, Lost Islands progressing. The big news for like that's in in Kansas, right? Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. Yeah. Iowa. Those three, like the the parks in those three states, this kind of melts together. It's all a blur. <laughs> it's all a corn blur to me. It's all just one big old state. Can you not? Can you not? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm alienating our fans from Iowa. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying you're comparing Iowa to Kansas, and don't do that. Listen, I've been to both. Don't do that, sir. I've I've been to both. They're both they're, they're Don't both. do that to me, sir. They're both they remind me of the country of Ohio, and I hate the country of Ohio. So sorry, James. Yep, sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, James lives a little bit he's a little closer to civilization, so Yeah. I'll give him that. But I will say Iowa is a lot more corny. Ah! <laughs> I got jokes. All right, let's <laughs> kick him off. <laughs> Vote it off the Take, him out, Take him out back. <laughs> but uh but Canonan is being rebuilt. The colors are beautiful. They're delicious. What uh where was Canonan at originally? Was it uh, Leesburg? Leesburg? There it is. Yeah, yeah it, it is all just the most stereotypical shade of green. Supports and track. Yes. So and, I really hope they plan on covering a lot of it with the paper mache, <laughs> hiding a lot of that green. Yeah, the ride itself is a very uh, interesting one, you could say. Never been on it, of course, but um, from what I've heard, it's it's very rough, mostly because of the restraints. 
So it's got those intimate over-the-shoulder restraints. Yeah. Yeah, the original ones, the hard plastic ones that murder your entire body. So um, the top, the small little top hat's awesome. It's it's not a tall yeah. ride. Right. Um, and seeing it operate, it's only 78 feet. So it's not, it only launches uh, 46 miles an hour. So it's not exactly <laughs> the fastest thing ever. But it's a cool, it's a quirky little thing. Yep. Um. And that's the thing. You go. It's it's got Mavericks all. It's, it's it's a lot like Mavericks turns back forth left right, um, but it doesn't it doesn't do much besides that, and it hurts from from yeah. everybody that I know that has been on it. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully with it getting refurbished like it's been for the past, I don't even know how many years, uh, they are swapping out the restraints to the the ones that Maverick has now. Yeah, the vests. Those those are much more comfortable. Yep. <laughs> Look at a picture. This the, the the loop is so small. The train takes up half the loop, and it's almost a round loop too. Yeah, it's almost fully <laughs> it's almost fully circular because it's so tiny. <laughs> but yeah, but that shade of green is uh, not a pretty one. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm then, hoping I'm hoping it's not like scream. It's not in the middle of nowhere and just butt. <laughs> so yeah, and then and then in addition to Kanonen, um, I. I don't remember which which SLC it was down. I think it was in like it's either South Africa or South America, but it whatever one that was, uh, this park purchased it, so they're building an SLC blue like navy blue track, purple supports, and then it also looks like they are building a wacky worm as well. So. Yep, tiny little kitty ride. Hey, two creds, man, let's go. Three creds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be the the, the concept map having a had a VLC. What? An SLC? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's oh shoot. What's the name of that park? Hold on, RCDB again. Lost Island. Yeah. So okay, it's Ratanga Junction from in uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Closed in 2018, and it was Cobra. Um, that SLC Cobra at Ratanga Junction got bought. This is the one that's going to uh, um, Lost Islands or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think this is the SLC that's going there. At first, I thought you were going to say Cobra's Curse. I was like, oh, they just put that in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm well. So we're going to do what we did this year, next year, after they finish building this and the Raptor, and do a, Raptor! Midwest, <laughs> and do a Midwest tour, hitting all those parks in the Midwest, including, Ew. right, I hate it too. Trust me, we got to do Frontier Shitty. We got to do Valley <laughs> Fair. It's going to be a hell of a drive. For that, is, that is awful. <laughs> That's a, listen, we get a Raptor. That's all you need to say. We'll stay there for the longest time. We'll stay there for three days and just raptor it up. Oh my gosh. Imagine the bruises of three straight days of raptor. That would actually make me hate raptors. <laughs> no, yeah. it wouldn't. No, uh, no yeah, but say no, it wouldn't. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I, I could ERT a raptor forever. We could probably get ERT on. It's a small enough part. Hey, they'd enjoy it. We should do it. We, and we can go to the Valley Fair and. and I mean, would we even one. need. Uh, Probably not. I'm talking like after hours when it's dark. You know, craziness. Just us on it. Hey, I'll slip you a 50 if you let me operate the ride. 
Well, you, you go to some parks and let you do it for free, especially if it's the one of the oldest on the planet. <laughs> right. Okay. When I say so, pull this lever. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I can't pull it. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Who who was I, I wasn't on it at the time, but I, who was on it? Was it Joey? Yeah, I think it was Joey and Joe. Yeah, you should just let it go. Let them fly. <laughs> <laughs> just to see how the, what their faces would have been. I'm Go! <laughs> oh man um moving on though because that's a little bit light news uh six flags st louis may be removing superman tower of power oh no say it ain't so that's another one of those intamin uh second gen is it second gen yeah the, the, the ones it's i think it's the same model where they had that accident at six flags kentucky kingdom it is yep uh, but yeah, I remember when we rode this, this one was a really cool, it had a really cool drop sequence. Yeah. That was one thing I liked about awesome it. Location up on the top of the hill had a really good view. Yeah, you felt like you were 300 feet, even though it was like 150. Yeah. Maybe. So there's not there's not a ton of, uh, it's not a, a tall thing. Actually, I'm kind of curious. They have a big kahuna there? No. What? I, I would just happen to go to the Six Flags website and they stopped at Big Kahuna. I was about to get mad. Okay. But yeah, this might, this, might be one, uh, this might be one of those rides that they're one of the 15 rides they're looking at removing for maintenance reasons. Yeah. Those Although, t- honestly, at Six Flags St. Louis, you'd probably take 15 rides out of that park alone for maintenance reasons. <laughs> for safety reasons, let alone. Yeah, it's uh, 230 feet, so it's not short by any stretch. So, okay. but yeah, it, I mean, 230 feet. You add 200 feet from where it's the bottom of the hill by the highway. Yeah, where, where you get on to go to St. Louis. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it feels a lot taller than it actually is. But I I never had a problem with those drops. They're not, but they're not great. That's the thing. So you're looking at like, I mean, heck, they took out the one at Kennywood. I don't know very many of those left because they all went to third gen or another manufacturer out there like SNS or something like that. So it's probably just getting too expensive to upkeep. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, it's getting that age. You're, you're seeing that from a lot of coasters, obviously. Um, slash rides too. You just saw what we, they lost the Banyan curve. <laughs> I will murder you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that this, uh, this drop, this specific drop tower was the one at Astro World, and they relocated. Oh, so it, it's older than you think. Yeah, it's even older than <laughs> it's older than old. Love it. All right, boys, it's that time. Let's go. Questions, fans, we got them. I don't we know why. Man, my <laughs> phone was blowing up today. I was like. <laughs> okay, I gotta ask you guys what was going on because I did not check it. I at one point opened up my phone and it said thirty-five notifications. I'm like, no, <laughs> swipe away, and that's out of my brain forever. Yep, there was a lot of responses on both Facebook and Twitter um, for questions for this week's episode, uh, and we got the best of the best. If you're not included, uh, do better. Um, do, do better, <laughs> which for us is you know low bar. But um, first question, 
<laughs> oh, let's I go. The, I love the name at the end. That bitch ass MSR. <laughs> good, old, good old Matt. Uh, what has driven the roller coaster industry forward? What has innovation looked like in the modern day, and what uh, makes it unique, different than coasters we've seen in the past? So, an actual good question. <laughs> yeah, this one actually stemmed out of one of the many Facebook groups out there where someone was shit posting two words, not one. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, sir. Yes, yes. There's there's a difference, a <laughs> yeah. violent difference. Yeah, I yeah. mean, at least now, at least in the past decade, it's obviously been RMC. Yes, obviously. So I think what's happening is in the past, for the longest time, at, at, at the start especially, I think the innovation was just building a ride, first of all. And then it, it was small steps over extended periods, <clears throat> right? So obviously when you got wooden, uh, standard wooden coasters like we see today, there were variations on it. Um, hmm. But a lot of upkeep, expensive, tend to burn down, uh, <laughs> <laughs> problems like that. Uh, eventually, obviously, um, you know, the, the loops were tried, failed. Uh, people got hurt, right, et cetera. So we didn't see innovation for the longest time. And then we finally got steel. That's when things started changing. But if you think about it, though, we didn't really see innovation in both wood and steel until the 90s. Yeah, it's like I, late I mean, 80s, it's, 90s. I see a little bit in the 80s where you, you started to see more and more inversions. Yeah. Um, you saw glimpses of what was right. to come. The 90s yeah. is obviously where it exploded. And the yeah, 2000s were changed. Yeah. Trying trying to go as big as you possibly can. Yeah. So um, I mean that yeah, I th- I think you you started in the 90s and that's where innovation really changed because before mm-hmm. that it was yeah, you had loops of course, but they didn't really do too much outside of that. You look at coasters from the 80s that are still around. Uh I I mean hell Revolution was one of the first obviously inverted inverted ones. It doesn't do a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was just- that was in the 80s. Was it the 80s? I thought it was open in 76. Yeah, you said the 80s when it opened. Oh, I I must have... I or did I mishear you? Okay. You might have missed it. Either way, it opened, It did open earlier than that, of course. But um, the loops really started that in the late 70s. Uh, coming A little bit of comeback. Corkscrews, of course, as well. Um, but then you didn't really see them in mass supply. But people really, if you think about it, just adding on more loops but not really doing too much... Yeah. kind of the the name of the game because most of those rides are are lovely beautiful um fallen comrades of uh the aero days most of them just had loops with a turn with a corkscrew with a turn with another corkscrew with a turn right and then they just got bigger and bigger like uh you know they didn't do much outside of that right uh but yeah you you've seen like yeah, I think BM was the first that actually used like a like a spline-based approach because beforehand you had pretty much everyone doing straight lines and arcs. I mean, you look at Magnum, it was such a huge, unprecedented ride for that time period. It was 1989. And you look at the entire ride, it's all straight lines and arcs. Yep. And then I mean you had B&M, and then also Mike Boodley, he started really trying to push around that time. He started thinking, you know, 
let's let's try and do some more exotic shapes in our elements. Let's let's try and use parabolas. Let's try and use ellipses. Uh, some of these other exotic shapes. Maybe we'll get some uh, smoother rides, some better feeling rides, uh, and a lot of a lot of that when he finally was able to convince his bosses at um it was it ended up being cci when he finally convinced what's her face uh to let them do it on outlaw uh that was about the same time that bnm was starting to roll out all their rides with uh their spline based uh designs uh, using the computers so yeah that was a, definitely a huge part of the 90s in addition to uh, just building simply bigger rides with, I mean, you also had a lot more exotic elements then too. You started to see a whole array of different inversions come out uh, that you didn't really see a whole lot in the the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, and then let's see, two thousands. I mean, there wasn't a whole well. Ton this, of- I'll argue with you there because if you look and 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 Mike, he felt it out west uh, when you were living in California. Um, the innovation was coming from trying to do something not not just bigger, but different. So the '90s was kind of perfecting the craft. There wasn't, if you think about it, yeah. B and M was introducing these new ride types, but there really wasn't an innovation per se. If you guys get what I mean, because sit downs, um, stand ups, right, inverted coasters. It really wasn't crazy. It was just, in, you know, you were you were innovating, yes, but it wasn't violent. And it, it, was, it was it was more like they were trends. They were trends that caught on for a few years, and then yeah, they disappeared for the most part. Yeah, the Intimate Accelerator Coaster was a hot product for the longest, not the longest time, maybe like five or six years. And yeah. when was the last time we saw one of those get built? Exactly. It's it's been all about the LSMs now, but technology improved too. Yep. So, but yeah, I, you saw it really. You know, when I think that maybe the the big gong ring of hey, the world's looking for something a little bit different was when X was created. Personally, at least that, and that maybe it's me, me. Um, but X is an O two. So before that, we didn't see too many things that were different. But two. Um, X2, excuse me, X changed everything, in, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, that was completely against the grain. Yeah, I mean, Kevin mentioned launches, of course, too. Launches definitely played a big impact um, on um, the way everything was coming together, but I think X2 kind of s- signaled to everybody when it's going to a major park like that, hey, we want to do something different than just bigger, faster, stronger than all the rest. And I mean, obviously, look at it. It's a phenomenal ride. All of us love it. And it stood the test of time for almost 20 years now. Right. So, um, and, and the coaster wars kind of amplified that of of doing it. But um, I, yeah, think- I mean, I guess it is one of the things that does help out X a lot is, I mean, even though they weren't necessarily going for biggest, baddest, I guess it is best arguably um, yeah. but yeah the it, is still <laughs> it is still a huge ride yes yes very i'm i'm excited by it but i'd say after that it was um like the the I mid to late 2000s was like all about trying to just build quality like you know what do safe safe quality ride 
You know what else did that too was the financial crash. Yeah. And we're seeing that now too. And we talked about it before was um, people trying to do something different. That's cheap to get, <clears throat> get a foothold in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. To just have somebody buy their stuff. So after the financial crash, obviously 2007, I think Mavericks t- got kind of said, Hey, everybody see the point that this and they were successful. Let's see what else we can do. We saw smaller and smaller rides after that that started doing it. You know, right? You're finding you're finding kind of a a, a line below 200 feet. You don't see <clears throat> too too many. You see them, I must say you don't. But you you see more at a smaller group of of you're starting to see also more parks having better coasters. Yes, like Waldemere. Who the hell thought they would have a ravine flyer two out of left field? <laughs> right. It took them a decade to build it. Yeah, that's true. But it's what it is. But I think moving forward, and I think the biggest driver is going to be cost and what trends you see out there. Yeah, cost is going to be huge because we've been hearing it basically like all the time we've done this podcast. Every now and then we do talk about the uh, the the quarterly earnings calls. And it seems like in every single quarterly earnings call, whatever corporation is talking about trying to cut costs, trying to like they're, they're removing the – the, the rides that cost too much to operate or they're too expensive to maintain. Uh, and they're, they're trying to find cheaper, more robust, uh, less high maintenance rides. Um, and just, just looking for that cheaper thrill. They're, they're looking, they're, they're looking almost kind of budget now. They're, they're, they're trying to cut their CapEx spending as much as they can, even though they're raking it in with all these, alternative revenue streams but that seems to be the name of the game right now is trying to just flow as much cash through the park as possible and just trying to spend as little as possible and earning back all that income with a cheap ride yeah and i think uniqueness is going to help too that's kind of what you're seeing with these rides you're not seeing bigger taller faster stronger you're seeing like the swing swing launch rides um Heck, some of the ones we talked about today with more theming, um, <laughs> coasters like that, that it's, it's it's different than what we've seen. It's not just a carbon copy of something else or a little upgrade of what we've seen somewhere else. It's unique. I mean, it's how big of a throw can you fit in a small area? Right. Yeah. Like, that's why Skyrocket 2s exist. Yep. Yep. So. Oh, oh, oh. Ah! But. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. Excuse you. Um, but that was a long question for, for Matt, who we love you. Um, I got to get a beer with him soon. If a bar is open. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron S. wanted to know when we think Jersey Devil will open. Um, March 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> The 28th of June. Hold on. Let me check what date that is. <laughs> probably like a, a random Wednesday. It's probably like a Wednesday or something. Um, March 23rd is a Tuesday. <laughs> so I think this one's actually a little bit of a loaded question because I don't think they've resumed construction on Jersey Devil yet. They I thought they started it. Have they I, have, I haven't seen any notes on it, any pictures, any updates. Yeah, because I mean, the park is open and people are going there all the time and they're taking no. photos. Like I, think, I, I think they did, but it may have been very incremental. 
Hmm. I think it's a slow rollout right now. I think they're, yeah. you know, like staff starting to show back. I mean, I don't expect them to start before January again. And we know how quick those can be put together. Oh, yeah. It's like 20 minutes. They got half the ride then. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Back in like March and April when we were going into lockdown, we were still watching them build this damn ride. I I, I think we were sure that they were going to resume in the fall, finish it up, and move on to a different job site. But that doesn't seem to be the case. <laughs> It'll be done in two weeks. <laughs> nope, never happened. Oh, man. That's right. That's right. Before everything shut. Yeah, I mean, we know it'll be built quick, but like, I can't imagine they wouldn't open it with the park in the <laughs> spring. Like, I'm probably going to eat my words. Y'all are probably right. It's probably going to open like in June because have a Six Flags day. Here's both my middle fingers in the air. <laughs> it's still like. If if they somehow, what is your go-to Mario Kart character? Yoshi, obviously. Donkey Kong. Yoshi's the best Mario Kart character. No, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong sucks. I think I was a Toad guy as well. Kevin just said Toad. I think I was a Toad guy as well. I was Donkey Kong. Now it depends on what you're when you're talking. So if we're, we're talking Mario Kart 64, I will crush the entire planet with Donkey Kong in that game. <laughs> I will destroy you. Oh, 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 I will hurt you physically. <laughs> I'm not, not going to make any bets here. I'm just going to play just so, to enjoy the game. <laughs> let, let me just say this. I've lost count of how many people have said, hey, Marcus, I will kill you in this. And I'm like, all right, boot it up. People forget that I have it. Turn it on. Whoop that ass. Now, I know I, this I, is, I, did ahead, you get rid of this question? Which one? The no, Diddy I, Kong I, I, one. I copied and pasted. Okay. I will say, and this was another question that somehow got asked in like the same thread, but we're going to come back to this. I want to come back to this. That was Drew Diddy, from uh, uh, Coaster and Brews, yeah. Diddy Kong Racing 64? Loved it. Better than Mario Kart 64. So, okay. The The... I will say this to two different ways. One, Diddy Kong had a obviously it had a story. <laughs> that that alone makes it better than Mario Kart. Mario Kart was purely for four friends to play racing game. They I mean, didn't build I don't it for know anything if it was else. Friends when it was over, but yeah. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> no. I've lost many a friend to me destroying them in Mario Kart. I won't be your friend if you're Yoshi. Yeah, you can uh-huh. eat a dick, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but Diddy Kong had a story. It had different carts. It had a lot more people. Um, I can still remember because I, funny enough, I never actually beat that game. I got Diddy all Kong? the way to the yeah Diddy Kong racing. Huh. I I was all the way in like the last level, the le- like almost beating the last boss, 
and my brother accidentally deleted it. My entire no. save game. No. Literal, like, two years of playing the game. Because I didn't play it a lot, but I played yeah. it enough to get pretty good at it. But he del- I, like, never wanted to get back into it because I was just like, oh, that took so long. Be so mad at being, you know, because some races, you guys know, it it take you weeks to beat it. You're like, oh, I'm getting first place. You got to get that gold. You can't move on. And to beat the yeah, boss takes two weeks. It yeah. sucked. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, like, when you finally beat it, like, you think you finally beat it, and you magically just get, like, they go, like, oh, hey, cheat code blast, got a, or got a blast, and just fly right past you. Yeah, no. Yeah. Every time. Um, but, yeah, Diddy Kong Racing, I liked, uh, who did I like in that? Now I'm curious. I got to bring it up. I like the uh, tiger. I hate it. Terrible maneuverability. So... Here's the thought. I wonder if you could trace uh, personality traits with Mario Kart characters. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, man. I was... Oh, Jesus. See, here's the thing. So, I'm Donkey Kong. Post a picture. Post a picture, please. I am... (laughs) (laughs) We're we're tangenting really bad. I am... uh, I am Donkey Kong, and I love to be Titsy. The the small little the uh, uh small little yellow mouse. Was what? Yeah. Oh. That or the terrible. Excuse me. I don't recall ever playing this game. Oh no! All right, we got Kevin's uh, cracking yep. the whip right now. Uh, between Mike, Mark, Marcus, and Kevin. Who would last the longest in a sober Manhattan Express paintathon? Kevin, one thousand percent. Kevin. Kevin <laughs> loves the pain. Kevin. He likes him rough. Like <laughs> when Voyage was literally like riding on nails. Kevin's like, oh, that's still my favorite ride. It's like Marcus and I are ready to tap out. We had ridden it. I don't even know how many times by that point. We're like, all right, it's better. But it's still kicking our ass. We yeah. have to sit on a lap. Kevin's like, I can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin just goes, yeah, I think of all of us, yeah. Kevin's got the the, the biggest cojones. He's able to he's able to suck it up and, and mow through some of that pain that you feel. I also get headaches really bad if uh, if like anything's jackhammery. And which, by the way, Manhattan Express jackhammery. So uh, yeah, I would uh, I'd last maybe like two three rides. I'm like, I'm out. By the way, don't forget to drink a glass of water. Go do it right now. Yes. Right now, guys. We're not playing. (laughs) Uh, Next question. Who would win in a sumo tournament between Coasters and Brews and us? Casey Mustang. Casey Mustang. Um, I'm going to use my second one and say fuck you. (laughs) Um, It's not a challenge. I would... This would be the one time where it would be okay for one of us to acknowledge that we are the drug riders instead of a beer pong tournament where we take uh, Sarah <laughs> and say it's the drunk riders. This would be the one time where it's like, okay, that's the drunk riders against Coasters and Brews, and I just show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mike I, would definitely hard carry for us. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think the rest of us would just kind of sit back and watch. Mark would just like start <laughs> giggling immediately. Uh, 
Yeah, I would just sit back and watch it. And, now, and unless it my work. Achilles snapped, then we'd be in trouble. <laughs> 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 that, that Achilles, is a, that's a hard one to get past. Oh, man. All right. Um, yes, we would win. Of course. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> guesses on Alabama Adventure announcement uh, coming on Christmas Day from John Mike. Um, I think we all agreed Raptor? Raptor? No, I don't think it's going to be <laughs> It's not a raptor. Unless the South Carolina one, or not South, South Dakota, South Dakota, the other state. Um, unless that one fell through. Ooh, Kevin said it, SS free spin. It sounds like that South Dakota raptor is still like they're still trying to do it. It's just obviously delayed for obvious reasons, right? But it still sounds like they're trying to make it happen. So maybe they just take that track they already have fabricated and move it down and. I don't know. I know that's not how it works, but um, I'm going to go. Huh. Kevin said SNS free spin. Mark, what are you going with? I think it's what Kevin said. I think it's a free spin. I I think it's going to be a thrill ride. At most. If anything, like anything big that's surprising, I would say a skyrocket too, but I think that's too big. Well, so the thing, the thing about their video, I don't know if you guys watched their video with sound. They're, they were hyping it up like it's going to be the biggest thing in their park's history. So I know you could probably argue that like maybe they're talking about since the reopening, which uh, we, I mean, we kind of know how the park is like half a park right now. Like there's a lot of empty spots of land. Uh, from old rides that are no longer there. But, I mean, the the biggest thing they have is Rampage. So it wouldn't take a huge coaster to be considered the biggest thing in park history. Yeah. So but it I, would have to be a coaster. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking uh, – yeah, I'm definitely thinking Thrill Ride. I don't think it'll be much bigger than that. So um, next up, the fun question. I think the best question of the night. Um, from uh, Cosin with Culture. Would Mike ever drink a Labatt Blue Moon, which is the Labatt Blue mixed with Blue Moon? You know, I hear Mike's uh, going to come visit Michigan next fall, so we can definitely arrange that. That would be the only way I would do it if you requested on that day. <laughs> Actually, no, not even you. If Meg told me, drink this, I would do it. Because we can arrange that. Because we will have just driven your ass back from Cedar Point. Um, also, Mark, if the only beer you have at your wedding is Blue Moon, I'm not coming. <laughs> please, please only be Blue Moon. I expect, I expect you to pull out the stops and get some good local brews. No, I will. I... I... Obviously, that's something I got to figure out later on. But I'm I'm definitely going to have some good craft beer, there. beer is not a personality. I keep have to re- reminding myself of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Next up from Jack. Uh. What's the deal with the uh, fantasy league in football? It's so bad. We are. Let's just say this: we're hot garbage. <laughs> is it Mark in first? No, Kevin's in first. <laughs> Wait, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, you beat me by six points, Marcus. Y- yes, stuck. I did. <laughs> oh yeah, with Jared Goff scoring three points, I still beat you. 
That was great. <laughs> yeah, no, my team's garbage. Yeah, this year our teams are all um, kind of mediocre eh. at best. Yeah, we were actually just talking before this about um, there's a three way tie for fourth, and I am in uh, right behind that and seventh, second to last. <laughs> oh wow! Um, Wait, but, who's who's in last? Is that Matt? That's Matt. Yeah, he's two and ten. Matt is such garbage. Yeah, I'm five and seven, but you guys are all six. Matt auto drafted. He did auto draft. Right. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. Why the hell is Michael Thomas questionable again? The worst <laughs> first round draft pick of my entire life. Yes, I'm, I'm glad I didn't hold on to him. Uh, so yeah, next year we're. I will say this: next year we're going to try to do more people, um, or not do more people. We'll have our own private league, but I think we should do a, a, a group league, guys. What do you think? Oh, podcast league. Maybe maybe see if we can get within the loop and get uh, those lovely folks over. All the other podcasts. You guys know the podcast. What if right? we did like um, two members per podcast or if we. Yeah, like podcast versus podcast. Yeah, podcast versus podcast. So we have like, um, you know, a drunk writer A and a drunk writer Mike as like, you know, the first one that we'd use. Um, and then it'd go up against like they choose two for each podcast. And then we have like a second division for the podcast that have more than th- two people. So that way Mark can play. <laughs> We could do it. We we'll, we'll we'll test we'll test the waters next and then, year. Then we have to have a challenge with it too. So I I liked um in the loops uh rare and exotic cred challenge. Yes. Um, that was, that what their their penalties have been hilarious. I want to <laughs> do that for us. Like legit, I need I need that in my life. I need that temptation. I need that thrill of that penalty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we we'll, we'll we'll talk about that next year. So, <laughs> oh my god, Kevin just said two. Uh, y'all suck. Kevin's awesome. Yep, pretty much. Summarize it. All right, next one. We'll see, Ooh. Kevin. We got time. I'll take uh, this one. Go ahead. All right. So our buddy Steve or Steven C asks, "What's the deal with the Texas trip?" He's wanting to know dates and all that info. We are not ready to release. <laughs> yes. That that's a cop out. Yes, I understand that. What I will tell you, we are looking um covid depending. Of course. Obviously. Um I feel safe to say we could start talking mid to late February. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. We're trying to tie some stuff up on our end before we make that announced, but just know it is coming this winter. So those of you in cold places who want an escape, come on down to Tejas. It'll be uh, cold for the Texans at probably like 67 degrees, but, <laughs> but damn it, we're going to get some gal. We're going to get some uh, IRAT and we're going to go get some Fiesta Express at Austin's Park and Pizza palace i don't know what i could not say i cannot say the name of that place correctly to oh save God. my life you're still yeah playing. mike's gonna have jeans and a winter jacket on and marcus and i are gonna be in like short shorts, shorts and... <laughs> yeah man how bright will how translucent translucent will mark be <laughs> in, in mid-february <laughs> oh man, it'll be hot. Especially since he didn't get his park trips this year. 
That's true. Get that barber stand going on this year. Oh, hot! I, I got it. I got it. But that's just me. Okay. Um. So, Steve. Yeah, you got to keep waiting. Um. <laughs> sorry. Love you, bud. We should actually talk about that, guys. Um. <laughs> oh, for sure. Next. There it is. We really haven't talked about it a whole Not lot. Not at all. Not at all. We yeah. Talked about it in about three weeks. So. Um, we'll talk. Talk. We'll, we'll actually talk. All right. Next question. Uh, what manufacturer needs to make more sub 500 foot coasters? This is from Joe. 50 feet. I mean, 50 foot what? <laughs> sub 50 so, foot coasters. No, so I, I, Joe's thinking of like the, the mini gravity groups, which oh. gravity group already does mini gravity groups. So, right. Not gravity group. Uh, B B and M. Um, <laughs> actually, I mean, floor? how how is B and M not built more of those kitty coasters? Because they that's, probably cost twenty million dollars. Yeah, that's true. Um, Vacoma. Vacoma like already Titan does. Fires? Yeah, like, Vacoma. Yeah, I don't know. This is. It's a it's a tough it's a tough question. Joe, do better <laughs> next time, bud. <laughs> Everybody uh, needs to build more sub fifty foot coasters as long as yes. they're good. As long, yeah, as long as we get a good quality one, yeah, for sure. Um, the last question, though, uh, Matt C wants to know uh, the favorite manufacturer for flat rides. Um, for me, it's going to be Larson. Their Larson drop drop towers are probably my favorite ride. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, I thought you were going to say Larson Loopers, and I was going to slap you. <laughs> no, Which no, no, no. I still need. I still get to do the next time I see you. Yes, you do. That Fair one will be for, on video for no good reason. For no good reason. <laughs> that one will not be in front in like one of the country's most ten, tense times in like the past sixty years, and yeah. uh, in front of RMC's front door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a good time. That was a good time. Yep. I miss you guys. I miss you guys too. You too. You guys are beautiful. No matter um, what they say. Words can't bring me down. The, uh, yeah, I, I'd say Larson for sure. Let's see. So I've got two. The Because the one is defunct. At least I think it is. Us? Yep. Hoos. Hoos. However you pronounce it. <laughs> Uh, I've heard it pronounced so many different ways. I've always said Hus, so. Hus, who's, who's. I, I don't know. The, There's no umlaut, though, so. The one that did uh, all the. that pioneered the giant frisbees and did a lot of the top spins. Yeah. Um, yeah, they always had awesome rides. Uh, but also, the other one, after visiting them, I, I, I have a little bit of bias toward SNS. Yeah. yeah, I think they do a good job. I've never really had a qualm with them. Um, but my favorite flat ride is a drop tower, so you know, yeah. I'm weird. I'm weird. What can I say? Beautiful, but weird. Mike, what's yours? Um, man, I'm not a big flat ride guy. Um, I don't like spinning. I don't like drop towers because I'm afraid of heights in that regard. Um, 
I'll probably go Larson as well, just because um, the views. <laughs> I don't know. I'll stick with that. I like it. Why are there not more Gerslauer Sky Rollers? It's a good, good question. question. From the K-Dog. For real, though. Those things are awesome. Skyhawk at Canada, Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. That looks awesome. I'm not a fan of it myself, of course. But <laughs> that, 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 I, I enjoyed watching you guys do it. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I, I agree. I think the, there should be more of those Gerslauers out there. We'll see, though. Who knows? Why the hell does Canada's Wonderland build so many flat rides? Yeah, they couldn't build any good roller coasters, but they can build good flat rides. I don't know what that is. Oh. All right, ladies. That's the end of the questions. That's the end of the show. There so, uh, pay attention. So, oh, we should probably make this an official on here. Um, so, at the end of the year, we made this announcement on Facebook already. Um, our Facebook group will be closing, but our page will stay open. So it was opened as a private group to start. Um, we have now morphed a little past that, so we are wanting to focus more on the public group. So the group's going away, but our still content, our content will still be there. You'll still see all of our stuff. That's why we cross post right now. Yeah. Um, until then, but we got you know about a month left, so. We may start tailing off from the group and focusing more on the page, but we will let you know as that goes. Yes. So if you're if you're in the group and haven't liked the page, please like the page. Uh, please start interacting on the page instead of the group, uh, or do both because you're awesome. Uh, yeah. Also, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram as well because we have those as well. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. I hate you. I love you. I can't stand either of you. Kevin, you are cute. He's the best. <laughs> he is the best of us. We've always said that. But uh <laughs> y'all suck. I love Thank you. Thank you. I love you too. And uh see you guys next week. Let's see you. <laughs>